0: this is not tinder this is can't this is this is canvas. a canvas discussion board <laughs> <laughs> and i i was honestly repulsed i'll be honest i was like so mad about it i was that's like so this weird really they were saying like and they were, they were like really having weird. a back and forth like my snapchat is blah blah no. blah, blah blah like on canvas time you go hey. wink face wait on a discussion in the public discussion post they're like that's 35 insane. people in this class that's wait, actually
1: that's insane. insane
0: already yeah yep yeah.
2: Hi, and welcome back to What's in Season, with IU's very own Season Magazine, where we talk everything style, trend, and fashion seen in Bloomington and beyond. We are
1: your hosts, Samantha Burke and Brooklyn Shively. We are with Chloe Foster-Storch, a member of Season's marketing and communications department. Hello, guys. Today, we're gonna be talking about makeup, makeup trends, the makeup industry, anything and everything makeup. Start off, we're gonna talk about some recent makeup trends, and you know we have to start with Euphoria and the impact it has had on makeup trends, and
0: yeah, of course, it's huge, especially since it was last night. Sorry, we will not do don't any spoilers. Don't spoil. <laughs> do not worry. Um. So I don't know. I just feel like it's been so crazy how long it's lasted like it has not lost hype at all yeah. even in the time when euphoria was not on air at all like my whole for you page on tiktok was like euphoria style like in sport inspired tutorial like all of that stuff like i just think it's crazy how the hype has not uh come down at all which i think is so impressive because it's just so i think it's just so unique and like actually creative and it's not just like something that's you know repeat of like everyone else's style like it's just so unique and i think that's probably why it's stuck you know
2: I mean the first season didn't really get hype until like a year and mm-hmm. a half to two years after his release so I think that probably went along with it and then the special episodes with Jules and rue yeah. and then um obviously the new season release now so I think it was like because it was created to be like a cult classic but then it went super mainstream after like a year and a half of it being released so I mean it It depends so much on fashion and makeup rather than like Mm -hmm. the content itself.
1: I totally, I I dare say. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I think it's also just interesting how we're seeing season two in terms of makeup and everything, which we kind of touched on this during our 2022 trends episode. But obviously, like the makeup this season is a lot less than the first season and not as intense. But do you guys which do you guys like more like the first season glitter, colorful, everything or like the more subtle but still there and meaningful in this season?
0: I'm into the OG. I'll be honest. Like if I'm doing Euphoria makeup, I'm doing it like the first season. Yeah. Like looking at it right now. Like, are you kidding me? You don't want to you don't want to put like glitter in your hair and gems in your hair. And (laughs) like I I would much rather do this because when I think of Euphoria, I don't think of like, you know, Rue like completely bare face yeah yeah like she had she even had like looks for like prom and stuff like that i don't really
2: yeah it's the editorial for sure like i think that will always be the connotation with euphoria makeup but
0: yeah i was reading this article
2: today with an interview with like the makeup artist i don't know is it daniela daniela davy And yeah, Sam Levinson, Mm. very controversial right now, but he's the one that was like, "We want like all natural, like Glossier inspired makeup." Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, he didn't say Glossier inspired, (laughs) but kind of that tone, which I think is really interesting um, to switch the aesthetic to be so 180 after the first season, like kind of, maybe he could have flushed it out a little bit more. I don't know your opinions on that. Because um, it's just a year apart. Like, yeah. like it why why they have to mature so quick? Yeah, like, yeah. I agree. Unless it's going to be, like, a limited, like, they already have a plan of only doing three seasons or something. Yeah. Maybe there's something to that where Rue dies, but... Oh, my God, stop. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I know. Do where they're that? already planning on, like, an ending coming soon, but... Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird. I ca- I think I prefer the editorial style makeup. I think it's much more pleasing to the eye to mm-hmm. see these crazy looks that represent the characters so well. Like right. Maddie's, like, bad bitch eyeliner mm-hmm. and, like... Cassie's like soft like girly blush looks like
0: angelic yeah Yeah. Yeah.
1: and now it's just they're all like the same Mm -hmm. so like during the first season because it was so like bright and out there like I paid way more attention to it and as a result like I paid more attention to the finer details of everything in the show like just different cues I would pick up on more because I'm like looking at here and I'm looking there whatever and it was just so eye-catching and I feel like so far in the second season like obviously I think the makeup is still so beautiful and so creative and there's so many metaphors and symbolism there but I definitely think that like the eye-catching caught my attention way more moving on from euphoria another big trend that I've seen as I'm sure you guys have seen too which I think Brooklyn you named it this the glossier effect oh yeah yeah just like really soft makeup, a lot of blush, like the bushy brows, gloss. It's like the effortless. Looks good on everyone, looks, honestly. Yeah. Like,
2: I mean, I would say the only thing that is hit or miss is like the soap brows. It either yeah, yeah, is, that. It looks insanely good in high mm-hmm. fashion or it just like looks crunchy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't like it on myself. I, I only like it on myself if I'm not filling out my eyebrows in. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm doing them like how I do them normally, I want them to look like good and full and like defined i don't want yeah. them to be like like if i'm doing like beach makeup i'm not gonna do this like that this would look crazy on the beach like for me i think like this has popularized so many like actual products so like in the main yeah. like, liquid blush was not popular not. at all in mm-hmm. mainstream makeup cloud, paint. cloud yeah. paint um like i feel like skin tints like i swear by the um ilia skin tint now i had no idea that like skin tints were like really an option and they have like spf in them now too mm-hmm. that are like it's just so interesting how this has not just popularized the look but it's like actual like different types of products like cream blushes and stuff cream bl- liquid bronzers were not a thing that did not exist like and now everyone's like obsessed with that like you know the chanel uh cream bronzer that's in that like little circle pan it's so pr- oh my god the I dior lip tint or whatever oh my god, yeah. wait, the lip oil you know, yeah, you know oil. i'm wearing that today baby i was <laughs> like wait if i'm coming on the podcast i gotta be bougie I feel like the bushy brow thing has kind of calmed down a little. Like, some people are, like, very anti. Like, it's a very polarizing subject. Yeah. Are you So are you both in favor of bushy brows?
2: I think it looks cool on, like, people whose – I feel like your eyebrows already have to be, like, a prominent aspect of your face to be able to, like, go full throttle mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of trying to force it. But I do have, like, this feeling – that it's gonna be the same thing as like when we used to fill in our eyebrows so much like Like when James Charles was first coming up. And now we look back on it and we're like, what were we doing? Because we were just trying to follow his order. Ooh, oh, I controversial agree. Controversial now. But uh, <laughs> but I feel like it's going to be like the same thing when we look back and we see like this, our yeah. spiked eyebrows. We were like, we literally were like going to the library We're on like, Tuesday. who let me do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like no, why me, was I wearing that? Me yeah. though, yeah.
0: literally. I just, I feel like that's the nice thing about college is because people really don't care if you go full out. Like, no, they don't. If anything, you get more compliments. Like my teachers will be like, you're serving. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Thanks. So you. your teacher say that to you? Yes. <laughs> Literally. My women musician's teacher. Oh, Little- she would. Oh. oh, we're hitting things now. For some reason, um.
2: I was, like, imagining, like, your finance
0: teacher. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm You're not are serving girl, like Do not worry.
2: So do you agree with that, then? Do you think that, like, the, well, I, I said this term, so I don't know if it's what it's actually called, but kind of, like, the Parisian chic, glossier, natural makeup. Do you think that's what's, like, taking over right now, or do you th- you have a different vision for where the makeup industry is going
0: i don't know i actually feel like i see more people doing the creative stuff now because i feel like it's more accessible like i see people literally going to like frat parties with like gems on their face and like like people who are not into makeup at all they just like have only mascara on and everything else and you can like i feel like people now are realizing how easy it is to like add small aspects that make their makeup a lot more interesting because of things like euphoria because of like yeah yeah uh influencers and you know how accessible like tutorials and stuff like that are now because it's like oh my god you can't scroll one video without seeing them if you are interested in that you know um
2: yeah, but even I have noticed like people have been using like even little things like using blue mascara mm-hmm. and yeah, like the waterline, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, which it's doing the same exact things. Like even if you're not like super good at makeup and like doing like the contouring that's stuff, what I mean. right. if you just change the color or something. It makes it more interesting so mm-hmm. that you can like express yourself more, which yeah. I think is really cool. Definitely, definitely. COVID probably had the effect on that being at home and oh, 100%. going yeah. crazy. Oh For sure.
0: Literally, I have like Snapchat memories of me at three in the morning like starting my makeup genuine. like starting it no
2: time wasn't real for 2020 but it wasn't so that's like why i could do it whenever hmm. yeah and then i'd wake up at like 4 p.m <gasps> that's healthy it was terrible yeah. yeah what barriers do you see in the beauty industry of like getting into becoming a makeup artist or like doing your own makeup in creative ways Obviously financial. But I think that's probably
0: the biggest one, honestly. Yeah. Like I started doing makeup just like for fun, and it wasn't good at all. And I'm really glad people told me to my face because <laughs> whew, it was face. concerning. Um, and then middle school was my super thick eyeliner phase, um, but it was just makeup's really like a lot of makeup is really expensive, right? Uh, and depend like a lot of people are like I want the experience like I want the like cute packaging, and I want the mm-hmm. I, I personally I really care about like ethics and brands. I really care about clean beauty. I really care about not well clean beauty is kind of a bad term but you know ethical products like from good brands that have Mm -hmm. good morals like cruelty free products that's my like main thing that Mm -hmm. i tried to do even from like when Mm -hmm. i was like in eighth grade i was like i want to try to avoid that at all costs um but i just think it's really hard to be able to think about that when you sometimes just want to be able to be creative and like you want all those like the big palettes with all the colors and you just want to like, sometimes spend right. $10 on a palette. And, but there are brands like Morphe that they've had some controversial morals in the past, right. but they do have great, great, great prices and it's, it's like super accessible. Um, and I think there are a lot of brands that try to make it more, you know, there are a lot of great affordable brands now, but the issue is that I think a lot of them lack the other things people mm-hmm. want because yeah. it's hard to make cheap products that are like ethically made, ethically sourced, where they're, treating it's like so hard to find that brand that's like the perfect brand they're treating their employees about like for me that's what i care about and it's hard mm-hmm. to kind of you know it's hard to be you can't be perfect but i feel like um i guess other than financial i guess just being exposed to makeup yeah
2: yeah i think that the beauty industry definitely has is like de- super dependent on marketing like yeah. that's like the like core if you have of a it like, or the, the, or like, like influencers or? and stuff so like just whatever influencers right or more so, whatever brands will pay the influencers most—that's like what's gonna be highlighted the most for, yeah. for whatever—and then it's difficult to like find the information of what this company's actually doing because you see, oh, this influ like Emma. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Emma Chamberlain has like. <laughs> (laughs) but like she she's like a good example for like oh she's super cool super relatable she's a good person so I feel like whatever product she says everyone's like oh it must be good like like Emma Chamberlain's closet
0: and makeup like but they every single product she wears and uses Mm -hmm. people report so that's totally a thing
2: yeah it's and it's insane how much weight that carries just like even if she's not directly sponsoring it anything she has you know that's a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. for okay I'm I don't know why I'm only talking about, it. I'm a Chamberlain. <laughs> no, yeah. That's just like an example I could yeah. think of. But like, you know, like whatever this person does, that's super open to mm-hmm. the public eye. If, you, if you're if you a fan, you associate that product with, with being fame. like yeah. good, maybe cruelty free, maybe mm-hmm. super ethical, something worth buying. Yeah. So it, it's difficult with like yeah. the misinformation out there on what's what's good and what's mm-hmm. not. No,
0: exactly. And like you can't. You know, have everything in every product. Like it's hard to Mm -hmm. make every single step everything you want. Like the Dior lip oil isn't um, uh, cruelty free. Like Dior isn't a cruelty free brand. They have some products that are, but like there are some more you know trendy brands like Glossier is cruelty free. Uh, Charlotte Tilbury has a lot of cruelty free products. Um, Chanel isn't cruelty free, Um, but I think the the issue is a lot of drugstore products aren't either. Like Maybelline isn't. L'Oreal isn't. Um, You know, uh, Milani is a great cruelty free affordable mm-hmm. brand with like great you know morals as a brand as well. So I think it's just it sucks that you have to do so much digging cuz a lot of people don't have yeah. the resources or the knowledge to dig.
2: Or the time. Or the time. Yeah. I shouldn't have to research like where I get my makeup mm-hmm. brushes. Like it's yeah. literally a makeup brush. Yeah. Why do I have to worry about yeah. like yeah. all this like human trafficking that's yeah. associated <laughs> with it. Like it's Seriously. just it's insane. It's so overwhelming to have to worry about all of that stuff like yeah. and the the concept to me of a brand having a line of cruelty-free makeup but uh-huh. most of their makeup isn't is so no, insane so to messed me. up. Yeah. i'm
0: like especially yeah. for me the they issue don't... lies in the brands like maybelline and, and l'oreal who have millions of billigillions dollars right. and they are they have no you have no excuse to not be cruelty free yeah i get it when the, you know sometimes there are certain boundaries that we don't know about like business things with like small businesses that can't afford to produce yeah. things in an ethical way okay but, like, yeah, what is your what is your excuse? Like, genuinely. Mm-hmm. But I still kinda... feel
2: like the small startup businesses focus more on the ethics. Definitely. They do they more do. than they Even than though they don't have yeah. that disposable income right. to be able to, they still do. Definitely.
1: I think it's just, like, for Maybelline, L'Oreal, whatever. Like, for them, it's just, like, okay, how cheap can we make this and how much can we market up and how mm-hmm. many can we sell? Because, like, those are, like, huge brands. Yeah, like, like celebrities
0: marketing Right. Else, and, though.
1: like, they know that, like, they'll be able to like their buyers are people who like are on a budget and like Mm yeah they're like like we're talking about like there are so many people who can't spend that much money on makeup but want makeup so like okay like i'll just pick up this maybelline eyeliner whatever done yeah and
2: and, and that's where
1: like the process becomes
2: cyclical it's like they have all this money they can like fund influencers to market for them and to sponsor them and then or to for them to sponsor and then like you see them and you know their name, so you trust the brand, even if you know nothing about mm-hmm. what's actually happening because yeah. you don't have the time to do the research, and then you buy it and then they get more money, and then it just like goes yeah. through that whole process. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, the the abyss mm-hmm. of what our capitalistic society has made yeah. of like yeah. misinformation and darkness. No, but... definitely.
0: And there's definitely <laughs> like a um like a a stigma. Uh, like for a lot of people against um, like buying, you know, for like buying, uh, you know, non-name brand makeup. Mm-hmm. Like some people buy their makeup from like grocery stores from, you know, I don't know, random places that, you know, you would never know of. Yeah. And I think it's like it's weird that people care. Like at the end of the day, there are some products that literally are better than like
1: Mm-hmm.
0: in most mascaras i find lower end quote quote makeup brands have better ones than like high mm-hmm. end like 36 dollar yeah. mascaras like in a lot of um like you, you can honestly find just like such good affordable options for honestly every product and it's just weird that that would be like it sucks because everyone says oh there's such a, an issue with financial barriers and getting makeup but then at the same time those people will be like oh you don't have like the Charlotte Tilbury
1: marie um, yeah. explosive it. <laughs> like
0: it's like it's like what yeah people I, I think we just need to like care less about um, what other people like you just because someone's buying like brands that you think are like oh yeah, the other drugstore and they're not cruelty free and they're not this and some people don't have the time or the like resources to think like that you know yeah
2: well yeah and that not to get too off topic but I have like one more comment on this and then we can get back on the rails because <laughs> um, I, I love our rant right but, Um yeah I just I feel like it, it all ties back into there is truly like a privilege behind being able to care about things like sustainability. Because, mm-hmm, like, yeah. people are like, oh, I work three jobs and I'm worrying about like getting like food on the plate for my family, or even on a lesser scale, like worrying about the next exam you have as a college student. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we have this like absurd pressure to like sustainability mm-hmm. and saving the planet like, and like all this stress. You know, it's like some people have more of a pri- privilege to worry about the world on a broader scale than like what is directly happening in their life. Yeah. And that kind of goes off topic, but I think it yeah. really like yeah. melds in really well mm-hmm. with what we're talking about. Because, yeah. you know, we all want to be cruelty free and, right. you know, like save the planet and all the <laughs> atrocious things that are happening. But at the same time, you're like, I am going to fail this exam if I don't study for five yeah. hours, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. This is kind of. Going back, but kind of to close this topic. So, what brands do you think are doing it right in terms of price and ethics? Like, what do you recommend?
0: Um, I think Beauty Bakery is good. Like, I know that I was using the Laura Mercier powder before, and that's like forty six dollars or something. And this, the powder that I got is bigger. Like, it's it's more product, and it's twenty two, mm-hmm. I think, which is for like yeah a, for yeah. a nice brand that is a good, you know. Good quality, like it's it, it also is super good for dry skin, um, like for all skin types, but specifically a lot of powders are super drying and people avoid them because they think mm-hmm. they can't use them. Um, but they just, ha- they're a great brand. I think Ilya is a great brand. They're a little pricier, definitely. But um I think they, um, like you're getting like the bang for your buck. You're not, it's not like the Chanel lipsticks that are $50 that yeah. are like this Tiny. big and yeah. you're like, what. <laughs> There, there really isn't a need to buy that. Like, it's not doing anything better than, like, anything else. Like, um, mm-hmm. oh, I think, I do think Glossier has had its issues with, um, like, they have had, like, inclusivity issues in the past. And I think they have, as far as I know, they've been doing work on that to kind of, like, do reparations for what they've, the harm they've caused and people yeah. they have upset. But I think they do. Um, they have been doing a better job with inclusivity recently. I think they do a great job with their like you know the clean aspect of their products. Mm-hmm. They don't just market like they don't really greenwash it when it's just like yeah you know it, it genuinely is a good product from a from a, like a good, from good sourcing. It's not like you know the essential oils and yeah. the like, glitter product that the unicorn like random marketing things that are just like this product is not. It's probably doing worse things than it yeah. is doing anything mm-hmm. for you. Honestly, like. Um, I forgot that brand. It's like it's these little whipped cream looking like unicorn, like uh, exfoliants oh. and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? It's like market, it's all over TikTok all the time. It's the the boob scrubs and the butt cheek scrubs. Oh, it's oh, crazy. Well, yeah. I'm like, and they're like, yep, you guys need this. You need this because it's sparkly and pretty and cute. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> you literally just make this at home and it's marked up like 5 million percent that yeah. is not ethical that is make not like a home. good brand mm-hmm. you're selling this for an insane price that someone could make in their kitchen yeah come on so they're definitely not
2: <laughs> whatever that brand is <laughs> i don't know what they're called the unicorn brand stay away the unicorn brand
0: um mm-hmm uh other brands i think fenty is great i love fenty we love riri we love her inclusivity Mm -hmm. we love she just even just in terms of products she makes so like the diamond bomb like she makes so many creative products honestly she's changed the lip gloss game the foundation get like so the her lipsticks her matte lipsticks like the liquid ones her packaging everything she's perfect in every way i just love her yeah so Um, shout
2: out rihanna your makeup's amazing you're definitely listening maybe maybe she's a seasoned listener get back on to making the album yeah okay yeah Yeah. your products are great your products are great we love them you're flawless and perfect (laughs) but you don't need to focus on that anymore (laughs) take a pause get back in the studio yeah
0: definitely um (laughs) i do think makeup forever is a great brand from oh yeah uh it's a what's great about them is that they're super multi-purpose like mm-hmm. their lip liners are not just lip liners they're they're a little pricier definitely but it's a lip liner an eyeliner a um like a lot of people use them as like dra- to draw like it's like a mm. just a, it's like an artistry um like pencil so you can do like a million different things with all their products their That's foundations awesome. are amazing their lipsticks are ama- like they just have i've never i've like rarely have brands where i try everything and i'm like oh my god that everything's good like I've never found a product with them that I didn't like.
2: I have a comment on what you just said, and then I also have a question that connects to it. (laughs) So my comment is, isn't that crazy? Like, in my opinion, it's so crazy that... There's so many different um, like makeup products that you could use for like multiple different things. Mm -hmm. But for some reason we have to like buy like like why is lip liner different than eyeliner? Like how have y'all not cracked the code and like, you know, like created one product for more things. exactly And that's definitely capitalism for you. But my question relating to that, um, I don't know if you have opinions on this, but how you kind of like navigate between makeup being like art. And then makeup being, like, capitalism forcing insecurities upon you Mm, to... Like,
0: the whole misogynist, like, aspect of doing it for the male male gaze, all that. Yeah, it's... Because it's
2: definitely, like, it can be seen as both so easily. Like, it is wearable art. Yeah. And it's, like, amazing. And there's so many talented people that do this, that, like, I, you know, hats off to you. But then also at the same time, you know, there are the negative effects on like children especially right now on tiktok they're like oh yeah why don't i like
0: like this and it's like yeah. no one does i think there are definitely but... a lot of harmful aspects to it but i just think that's all about parent like you you have to make sure your kids are not like for me i personally would not let my kid i don't think wear full face of makeup at like eight years old like i think if it's ma- makeup i don't think it's that deep i think mm-hmm. people overanalyze it all if, if your kid is an eight year old sitting with your makeup and they're just drawing on their, f- like, that's not doing any, like, they're yeah. not going out being like, I'm dressed for the male gaze as an eight year old. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. not, like, we're being a little dramatic, I feel like, when we think about like that. Oh my god, like people online are so but, dramatic. I, know, I agree with you completely. When it goes yeah. into the full beat, lashes, like, when people are doing this to kids and dressing them up on TikTok and it's kind of giving off a little, like, Creep. weird, like, over sexualizing yeah. vibe, like, that's obviously like, a different subject, but I just think, um, I just I, I think we can't deny like for, for me when I'm wearing makeup to class obviously I'm not wearing makeup to class it's like a feminist statement like I'm like right I'm this is for myself like no I'm wearing eyebrow gel and concealer and a little bit of cream bronzer maybe a little bit of highlight of some fake freckles I'm doing that because I don't want to look dead from going about two in the morning <laughs> right I'm not doing that because I feel empowered to express myself through the art of no like I just think some people are so afraid of being like I do everything for myself. Not everything is a feminist statement. Not everything is empowering. I don't I don't think you could say like your everyday makeup routine is an act of like yeah. feminist rebellion, you know, <laughs> toward, like you, I, it's very I'm not saying it's for the male gaze, but like if you're telling me it to be honest, if if <laughs> if other people didn't exist, specifically, you know, if you're attracted to men, You're telling me you would wear like makeup every single day, like when you wake up at 7 a.m. to go to school, like like for people in high school, like like when I woke up and put on makeup, I was absolutely not putting it on for myself no i was putting it yeah. on because i was like i'm seeing all the guy every one in my, in my grade <laughs> like i want to look good like, good in school like that was just me yeah
2: no that's so real it's And just, I it doesn't I, you, you. I feel like
0: you don't have to, ha- to make it that deep
2: it's so no hard to not talk about it well everyone is but like no, no but ha- everyone is everyone's like you have to do this like for yourself like woman empowerment which yes but like facts. to me those
0: aren't the feminists i listen to like oh. those i don't i don't acknowledge I, that's not what aligns with my yeah, no, no I agree all, with you, know? you though.
2: Yeah, it's like let's strip it back and just be honest for a second. Like, I like, I'm not judging
0: you for that. I'm not. I I'm wearing care.
2: mascara right now because mm-hmm. same as what you just said. Like, because I knew I was
0: going to be on camera and I yeah. knew that I was going to be talking to people and see. I'm. You and know, maybe it's societal makeup, you know? indoctrination
2: right. is in us, which it definitely is. But yeah. like, but it can know, definitely be really... an art form. I...
0: I totally agree that you know people like Nicki. But Tutorials. it doesn't have mm-hmm.
2: to be an art form. Yes, it can also be just to make yourself feel better about yourself i think
1: also there's a difference between like putting on makeup for yourself and saying like oh yeah like i'm doing this for myself versus just like just wanting to look good yeah Yeah. which i guess is kind of go hand in hand but like yeah yeah, like like no like you're not sitting here and you're like oh yeah i put on this mascara for myself but you're like oh i just like wanted to look good like there's you don't have to always like make it a point to be like oh i did the makeup for myself yeah. like you, you just, just say i think i look better say, i think right Like yeah. let's be
0: real i think i yeah. look better with longer eyelashes why is that a con? why is that like an anti-feminine like why is that like, that's a self-hatred filled statement like no i just do i literally just think i look better when my eyebrows don't look like little like naked mole rats like <laughs> yeah i that's just my personal opinion about myself
2: and i think it's important to underline that Beauty is so subjective. So like yeah, it's it's behold. whatever makes you feel good. Like mm-hmm. me putting on this mascara makes me feel good. Like eyeliner yeah. on others might make others feel good. No makeup might make some people feel good, you know. Colorful
0: makeup makes me feel good. Like so- even when I don't I don't care. People always say, "Why do you wear um uh pearls to class and uh, and and gems on your you face?" And, and I'm like, "I literally it's why to me it's like fun like for me makeup has always been like a therapy for me like when I am like stressed or like like I I would spend three hours doing the most just my everyday makeup like when I could because I would be like it's just so like relaxing for me it's just like my own like it's my favorite time with myself and yeah like that for me that's in a way that's doing the makeup for myself you know but I don't think the act of doing it because, like, obviously, it's still the, the physicality of it is not part of that process. For me, it's just a process I love doing for myself, yeah. not necessarily the outcome. The outcome is also for the look, you know? Yeah, obviously, like, right. I want to be like, oh, my God, look at how fun my eyeliner is. Or look at whatever. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. P- and the, and it's also, like, definitely internalized misogyny to, like, definitely. judge either girls who wear a lot of makeup or no so, makeup. Can
0: we can we just go Let's just talk about very it. briefly, very Let's briefly, very briefly. I know you're going to say. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Oh my god, I could never do makeup. I literally don't get how girls do it. How I, what is mascara? How what long did that mi- take? What, you mascara? To do? What's, uh, what is foundation? I don't remember the difference between. Cons- I cons- literally rolled out of my thing. bed and I went to class five minutes later. I don't <laughs> even is brush just my how hair. I look. Okay. I don't like, brush my like, you. Like, Do you
2: brush your teeth? Like, <laughs> like you really just—you're telling me you really you just, just got out of bed a it five minutes check. ago. No, like,
0: but it's just to me that's just so lame. Tomato, tomato, tomato—that's so lame to me. Literally, like, just say you can't do it to me. Yeah, or just or, don't say anything. Or, just keep your
1: mouth shut. It's not your problem. Literally, it's just it's weird. It's,
0: isn't it just such an irrelevant? It's so bizarre. I think it's bizarre it's it's so to weird. me. It's like fan behavior. Like <laughs> yeah. I would, ne- I would never say. I would never say. Oh oh my god you lame girls who don't wear makeup every day and you don't know how to do uh, you know how to do graphic liner and euphoria looks and you don't know how to do a perfect base and a perfect everyday look that is so humiliating that is so mean but why is it not mean to say the opposite when people are like um cake face like i just like prefer being natural i'm so happy for you yeah that's awesome that's why you don't get compliments on your makeup and i do (laughs) (laughs) wait but am i should i say sorry like am i i don't know it's like I, i'm honestly i feel bad like if anything i feel bad because you could be getting so many more compliments than you are now no it's like next time you, someone's
2: like oh i literally just got out of bed like went straight to class do you want me to say that
0: because that's so mean like you look but, like, like you shit we know <laughs> i'm just like let's like if we're if we're giving energy, it's, it's so
2: annoying. It's just pitting women against women. Yeah, it's, it's very like, odd.
0: It is odd. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's just so embarrassing. I'm like, yeah, oh my god, wait, you should sad. not. You just exposed yourself. Oh my god. You, like, I think it's a very just pick me kind of like.
1: Totally. Like, Bruh it's girl. definitely it's trying
0: trying to appeal to men who say the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's it's those no, people really who want to be is. closer to that the patriarchal you know success. Ooh. They're like, oh wait, what can I say yeah. to get me closer to the top? Oh, just hate girls who do gorgeous makeup for no reason yeah if anything like all my friends like especially being in a sorority all my friends are like like i have a million people asking me to do their makeup every yeah. single time we go out yeah. and that's fun mm-hmm. why like people who don't know how to do it it's more f- i love when those people are like oh my god how do i do that how do i do this like i have so many friends like that who ask me and it makes you feel good because you can help people like a lot of people feel insecure about oh my god i'm going out with my friends and i don't know how to do like a night out makeup and it's like yeah. not that it's like empowering to help people with a night it's out makeup fun. but it is like it's so nice to like do yeah. someone's makeup for a night out and you see them be like oh my god i look so pretty like i'm actually like i'm obsessed with this like i love it it's like so rewarding you know all right so moving on after that rant which i loved um <laughs> where
1: do you get inspiration for your makeup looks is it from gurus is it just from like your tiktok for you page tell us about it
0: um i feel like sometimes it's honestly just pinterest like like pinterest has a lot of like pinterest is weird like it's not i feel like i don't really get all the hype about pinterest because so much of it like you search things and unrelated things come up and i'm like i don't think you're really listening to me right now
2: or like a post from like 2005 yeah i like, like not the dipper. i'm not looking for yeah. that that's not insane what i mean proud.
0: um but i do like if i'm looking for something specific if i'm like okay with this outfit because like that's what i think when i see outfits i always see like a makeup paired with it i feel like when i'm planning things and so i'm like like for this for example i have green in my socks so i wanted to do green on my eyes that's cool so So i like for me i don't really i don't ever do like looking at i don't really watch honestly like that many influencers like i would definitely watch who comes up on my tiktok and i follow a million like tiktok girls because i love it mm-hmm. but i'm not like super like i don't look at them and copy looks or whatever i just for, for, me, for like
2: entertainment value yeah it's
0: more like i'm like that's sick like this girl danielle um danielle Marcan. she does oh my gosh just the most gorgeous she i cannot imagine how many hours of work goes into this stuff she did this insane euphoria one where she transformed into cassie's look with the flowers and it is just, oh. I'm going to show you on Instagram, yeah, it was so, just, yeah. like, actually so stunning. Yeah, I don't
2: know if I've seen this. I think mm-hmm. it. I think it is, like, super entertaining to watch people transform themselves into, like, a celebrity mm-hmm. using makeup.
1: Oh my that gosh. is insane. It's so cool that how you can
2: tour your face. So to, pretty. Oh, my God, that's so pretty. That's literally work of art.
0: Like... Look at the lash. I just and when you love makeup, you look at that stuff and mm-hmm. you like look at the intricacies and the like, just like the skin. The, like, the gla- I love like how how many influencers have like made it more accessible for like mm-hmm. a lot more techniques that people did not know about. Like, I've gotten so many of my techniques from TikTok. Honestly, like genuinely because I watch so much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely get inspiration about technique, not as much looks, but just you know, um, I used to do my cream contour, just like random example, in like lines on my face and my head and now I do I notice from like myself and for blending it looks so much better when I do circles it looks a lot better when I blend it out with um a sponge that's really like soaked from um my like this rare beauty setting spray that I use I find that that works a lot better than a brush because I have dry skin so like a sponge works better for blending for me personally
2: I wonder like if (laughs) this sounds so stupid but if like certain looks or like skin products could be curated no, to you are. yourself, you know, because I know you mentioned like you have skin on the drier side. Yeah. I wonder if you found these tech because I haven't seen it, and I have yeah. very greasy skin. No, <laughs> I'm on like skincare so,
0: talk too, yeah. and I find because like I've That's looked for crazy. product recommendations right. on TikTok, and then it recommends me stuff for dry skin, makeup oh, for dry skin. Like yeah. it's it's definitely kind of like, scary though, huh? They know, yeah, they know they they're listening.
1: Do. I was gonna say like I'm sure you. The TikToks you like, like, Mm -hmm. relate to that. And then they they know, okay, so we'll throw her another dry skin
0: recommendation. (laughs) Like, this this girl needs a moisturizer. (laughs) Get her face oil. We're going to help her out. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
2: That's so creepy to think about, but that's crazy. Yeah. yeah,
0: So, not that many people, but I definitely, for me, it's more inspiration. Like, not to be like, I get the inspiration myself, but like, for me, I (laughs) definitely, I mainly, honestly, do get the inspiration from what I wear. But you find new
2: skills on TikTok. Yes, yeah, like new
0: techniques, new yeah. things that work Got better it. that I've seen. Like, oh my god, I love, uh, you know, I've found that I love cream bronzers on top of my cream, uh, products a lot more than I like like uh, powder bronzer. Like, even though that's yeah. what a lot of people do, for me it just looks better. Like, it's just you know, you're all. Oh, I, I just think it's cool that you can learn things from just like, like it's like 8 a.m. I'm like sitting in class, like before class, yeah. and I'm like, oh.
2: I just, learned to how to, like, yeah. I just learned how to do
0: like this like sick new thing. Like it's just it's nice. Yeah.
2: I feel like on the same note that like specifically makeup gurus have been become less of a prominent thing. And yeah. it's more just what you see on your for you page. Like, like these
0: normal people blowing up, like yeah. Michaela something. Uh, I don't know. She's she the one that does name, like the a million pounds accent. of like That's who I was thinking. Yeah. Is that her? No, no. that's the Meredith girl with the blonde hair. Yeah. yeah. That's that girl. Those, she those honestly, are so her makeup to me does not I'm going to be controversial. Her brows, I'm like, girl. <laughs> I'm her sorry. Okay, are okay are I'm not really going to critique. Okay, okay, well, okay this is like, not a makeup critique. I feel like her stuff is more of a performance though Definitely. It's a viral thing, right? Because But even her eyeshadow, I'm always like, why is it not blended? Like, what? I'm confused. She goes for the shock factor. I think that there are some, like there have been people who are like super famous now on TikTok for doing makeup, but I don't, I still don't. Like, I just I, I think it's so much more fun when you are doing stuff and you just are like, okay, let's see if this works. Obviously, if it doesn't, I'm just gonna remove it and yeah. try something else.
2: It's more fun, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. But I feel like even the ones who have blown up like a lot of people, like it's a- still a niche crowd. Rather mm-hmm. than totally. like they're not how like, everyone knows who like Jeffrey Star and like James <laughs> Charles were and like in yeah. all- Nikki tutorials, like everyone knows those names. But like yeah. see, like right now. Half those names you just said, like, I have not heard right, of. Even yeah. though they might have, like, a million. Millions Nine of million literally. Like, it's because crazy. Because TikTok creates these niche little, like, is Audiences? it niche or is yeah. it niche? I never know. I say
1: niche. It's niche. Okay, party. I think. Party. But <laughs> I
2: feel like, you know, it's all these different yeah. crowds and you'll never see them because that's yeah. not the stuff you're liking. No, definitely. But that is crazy to think about. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. I mean, everyone, all these other YouTubers, you know, you'd have to be expressing yourself on all these platforms mm-hmm. and like be like in the news or something right. for people to learn your name but yeah. now like on tiktok you don't have to do that anymore mm-hmm. it's like totally. the algorithm will right. slap you on whoever they think will like you and <laughs> mm-hmm. that's your new audience yeah
1: all right so before we close i would love to hear your your go-to products <laughs> and your favorite products they use go
0: okay Uh, um, I guess on a daily, like I'll just do like my little like daily routine. So this isn't like kind of things are cycled out, Mm -hmm. but um, I usually start with concealer and I'm obsessed with the Kosas Creamy Creamy Concealer, even though it is a little yellow, like it just runs really yellow and I... I'm not a yellow undertone girly, so I always do like a shade lighter, shade and a half lighter. But it just blends out like a dream. It gives the most gorgeous coverage. I don't need that much coverage, but I want it to cover. Like I don't want it to just be like I'm blending out nothing. Yeah. Um, it's great for dry skin, great for like all skin types, but specifically dry skin because it's not going to um like dry up and get matte under your eyes and go into your creases. And it's just really it sets beautifully with powder. It's great even on its own and you can use the darker shades if you are lighter like me to contour and it's also like with that pair it's just since when they blend into each other it's oh it's so good um but I always mix that with the ilia skin tint on top and that's like a spf um uh oil based um like really really natural coverage but it just it it's like very much glass skin like we were talking about the glossier effect it's like that exact look if you are into that and great brand, super um, good, like sourcing. Um, it's a little, I'd say, like a little pricier, definitely, but it lasts a really long time and it's just like gorgeous. You need so little because it's just the finishing is what is like the star. It's just it, it, the most gorgeous, like dewy, natural finish. Um, and then I'll do cream contour, which if you guys have tried the Fenty, we we obviously are Fenty stands here <laughs> at Season Magazine. Um, the matchsticks I think they're called yeah the matchsticks um the lightest shade I think it's called ember or amber it's like this really unique like super cool toned um shade and I've never seen it And I've never been able to find something that I felt like really flattered my um my skin tone and I always felt like there was just something like off about my contour and it just it gives you like like actual shadow and just I feel like it makes you look just so snatched they really make you look like I don't know, like Bella Hadid, like cheek lift, <laughs> give me the plastic surgery, but in Fine. this $20 ish, I don't really know how much they are. I might be lying. Um, but I always layer on top of that a like a bronzer and sometimes I'll honestly just use like, um, like whatever random powder bronzer I have like laying around because like at college I don't bring all my makeup here. So like right now I have some random drugstore one. I think it's like a random powder like Milani one, but I do love the um, Chanel cream bronzer. It's obviously it's a splurge but it's oh my god it's like they came with a new formula and new shades and it's just so it's so oh it's just so good <laughs> um it was a gift though so like i don't feel <laughs> responsible right. for the purchase of it um <laughs> but it is great and it looks stunning like so beautiful i kind of put it where i put where you normally would put blush and so it kind of just it's like the contrast with the super cool contour and the warm oh. like you know it just mixes together really nicely um the morphe blushes oh my god if you have not tried if you blush you are doing yourself a disservice every single day it is they are the most pigmented i have an issue with blushes staying like the the pigment staying throughout the day like it kind of yeah. just i feel like the color fades and i love it like on my nose on my the top of my cheeks i kind of always blend it into my eyeshadow like into my oh. crease um what does that do i just feel like it looks more cohesive like i'll blend it up into here with a fluffy brush like before i do my eyebrows like up on my the corner of my eyebrows just because i feel like it looks more like just i'm all i just want to make it look as like like it flows as nicely as possible because like i feel like that's my adhd is like the one thing that's why i like have perfected my makeup routine like years ago is because i was like i needed to like i just have spent so long like getting it right you know um but it just i feel like it makes it look just so much more flattering just for like you know it's all about face shape and stuff too but they're just they're really affordable um really pigmented gorgeous shade range like oh my god best blushes ever super oh my god i just i could talk about them all day honestly <laughs> um in terms of highlight and i'm a big highlight girl big highlight girl over here the charlotte tilbury wand like uh uh it's like a cream oh my god it is actually the most beautiful highlight i've ever used on my face in, in my entire life like they're the i think the sticks the matter i don't even know what they're called um but they actually just it should be it should be a crime how beautiful they are i feel like so i always put like i use my like two fingers and i like pat it on the applicator and then i like press it into my face like onto my cheekbones and it just it's like uh it's not like a chunky highlight it's like Mm. it's like it makes your skin just look like you know it's like that once again the glass skin thing which is what i want i want to. i don't want it to look like sometimes i love the glittery look but you know other times i'm not really into it um What do I do after highlights? Sometimes I'll do a powder highlight after, but the Anastasia highlights are great. Love those highlights. And, you know, whatever their palettes are, a million different shades. Um, And then brows, also always Anastasia. I will never switch that up. The Brow Wiz is the ride or die. It will never go out of my routine, I genuinely don't think. And um, the Kosas Air Brow, that is the – so I do that first before I fill in. And it kind of glues your eyebrows down because I used to use glue but now I use like this. Like Elmer's glue? No, it's like, it's like a, a hair gel glue, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, like got to be glue, but it's not cruelty free. So I switched to the Kosas one and it's, it, it, I, I never thought that I would be like obsessed with a clear brow gel. I just didn't think it would be like doing that much. And it just like, it gives the soap brow look, but you don't necessarily have to do the flared out thing. Mm-hmm. Like it just makes them super thick. And mm, I have an issue with my brows like moving. Like my hairs are super, like they're super thick. So they move a lot they stay all day and it's just the best it's a new product my friend introduced me to and it's just like amazing um and then i'll do the glossier tinted one over that boy brow another like desert island product yeah that alone say, i feel is, like, like gorgeous. boy brow is what like most me i mean it's a cool classic and... but it like yeah for a reason
1: Staple. um
0: nyx i'm wearing their like green eyeliner today they're epic long wear um sticks they're like super super creamy and super easy to use i didn't use a wing for this a brush for this wing at all i literally just used oh, wow. the applicator and it's so, and it's like a round what like it it just gives it it's so easy to use i think and i've like had my friends who literally never used do makeup and it works well like they're so good at it um those are my go-to eyeliners always um color has great liquid uh like mm-hmm. uh, pen eyeliners those are the ones i use um and mascara l'oreal telescopic is amazing but not cruelty-free, but a great affordable option, like nine bucks, I think it is. Um, But the Benefit, Bad Gal Bang, really cringy name, um, but (laughs) really bomb mascara, really good, amazing. Have been obsessed with it recently. That's what I've been doing. Uh, I've been using over that just because I'm kind of trying to kind of staple, like I just, I'm I'm tired of like switching my makeup all the time and it makes it easier to not listen, listen to like all the marketing and new products that come out when you kind of have like some products you just repurchase when they're done, you know? and then the Beauty Bakery powder, I don't know if I said that already, but the Beauty Be- beauty Bakery powder and the Palladio rice powder are absolute staples. Like those, I don't think I'll ever switch my powder routine because the rice powder just li- is like actual face tune in a product. It's amazing. I always get so many compliments when I wear it. Um, Another friend put that put me on that. And um, to set ugh, every step of the way, honestly, I set like every, between every single layer I set <laughs> like a million times. And I also, like, wet my beauty blender with it. Um, the Real Technique sponges are better than beauty blenders also, by the way, just so y'all know. Anyway, um, that's honestly, like, a whole... I could do a whole episode about that. <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> that's, like, a controversial thing. Anyway. Um, Wait, the, what's the difference? It's just, like, one is yeah. 20 bucks, one is, like, three, and I was a beauty bl- blender stand, Like, Same. they're the original beauty blenders, like, the brand, uh-huh. but the Real Technique sponges are just, like, they're a completely different shape, and it gets, like, all of the, like, mm-hmm. beauty blenders... They, they're not the right shape for blending in places, right? Like don't you like the flat side? Like I, the one yeah. I love the, the flat
1: side. I also feel like Real Techniques are softer.
0: Yes, but they're they're bigger. It's yeah. easy to use. It blends better. They that I is love a, the, honestly yeah. I think that's a huge part of my routine too. Um, Sigma brushes are also for me brushes. Mm. If you're gonna splurge on absolutely anything, I think it's brushes. Genuinely, if you're buying cheap, like the only cheap brushes I think I have had an equally good experience with are um, uh, Real Technique brushes. I love Real Techniques brushes. They're great. Morphe brushes end up always breaking, to be honest. Um, but Rare Beauty setting spray to top it off in between every layer, that is like absolutely, that will never change. Like a lot of my routine, honestly, has not, like just because I'm so upset, like I'm so passionately in love with the pet products I use every day. And mm-hmm. just for going out, like I'll, the only thing I'll switch up is, you know, doing, if I'm doing a darker look, I'll use the Jaclyn Hill Morphe palette and use like the, either the brown or the dark purple or the dark or the black and do like a smoked out wing with eyeshadow um but yeah i think that's pretty much everything oh and i always oh, the glit, the glitters by stila the mm. liquid ones i put that in my inner corner i always put that i'll take the applicator go like this and pat it on my cheeks and it kind of just makes it look like it's like little the sparkles. sparkles it's really really cute and i'll do it on my nose sometimes it's oh, Love Stila Glitters. 10 out of 10 recommend. But, oh, lips, obviously. Oh, once yeah. again, like we I said before, forget. the Makeup Forever lip liners will, like, once again, something that's worth spurging on is a lip liner that's going to last you and not going to rub off. You, you have to reapply every second. Mm-hmm. Whoever said Nick's lip liners were good, I don't know who lied to you because <laughs> I do not I have not had a good experience with them. I find them super, like, hard to put on and super, like, chalky. These are super creamy, last so long, multi-purpose. Wait, what is it? The um, Makeup Forever uh, stick- Liners. Um, Forever? Yeah. Um, They're amazing. They are just a million shades. Really flattering. The Forever Walnut. It's like a cult classic. It's definitely like the one I wear every single day, even at night, too. Um, And then the. Lip glosses I love. I guess, the, honestly, Fenty has the best clear glosses. And Glossier has a great clear gloss as well. And lipsticks, I kind of just switch it up. You know, sometimes it'll be like these, honestly, like five-year-old MAC lipsticks that I have <laughs> that are still really good, like Velvet Teddy by MAC. It's just an OG. But I don't repurchase MAC because it's very much not cruelty-free. Okay. Um, but um, there are amazing lipsticks brands by Juvia's Place. And those have been what I'm really into recently. And the, Juvia's Place is, as a brand, one of the brands who's doing it right, great morals i believe it's women owned i believe it's women of color owned um affordable i mean decently affordable and amazing products um but yeah like i feel like honestly a lip routine is so important like i underestimated the power of a lip liner until this year to be honest but definitely i feel like that's my kind of staple staple routine Wow.
2: It's a, it's, it sounds like loved a lot, it. but it's like, it's really, it's, I loved it's not. It. Like, I felt like I was just taken on a journey. Yeah. I could I, visualize everything yeah. you were doing. You yeah, like, have to re listen to this. Yeah. No, Follow I'm
1: along. extremely influenced, and I am going to buy half the products you're you inspiring me. I will
0: t- I will tell you, I will repeat it at any time of the day. Like, here's the thing if there's mm-hmm. anything I can talk about all day, it's makeup, period. Like, I think I'm going to go that's home that's and buy a mm-hmm. lip liner, makeup
2: forever. I didn't fine. take yeah. too long thinking I'm about that.
0: But when are they going to run me? I check then, because if I'm already making two sales (laughs) literally (laughs) i'm looking at the camera now
1: (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah. she's the new
1: influencer (laughs) chloe thank you so much for joining us today no
0: guys thank you it was an absolute pleasure it was seriously the best thing ever like honestly i was looking forward to this for so long oh my god i was so excited it was the best thing ever no i hope we fulfilled your expectations Yeah, yeah like let's do it again sometimes guys let's do it i'm down
1: Be sure to follow us on social media at SCN Magazine and keep an eye out for our upcoming edition in April. Thanks again for listening to What's in Season.